What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Pick and Roll. This is your NBA discussion and betting show that goes live on the board NBA every single weekday to hear from Pips for his best bets and for some NBA discussion. The board NBA, of course, is the NBA content division of the Hammer Betting Network. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can get involved with the comments section. We can interact with your comments in real time, which we like to do. Well, we're going to talk about the picks yesterday. One that was probably a little bit fortunate to win in the end. One that was extremely unfortunate to win in the end overall. A bit of a disappointing day over there, but... Uh, let's go to the recap. We can go to the full season recap and uh, put in a little bit of a word here uh, with the people behind Bedstamp. Actually got pick and roll featured on the media pick section here. So as I said, you can track all of our picks on Bedstamp. Go to Bedstamp.app in your browser or the Bedstamp app on your phone. Go to the Find Better section or the Marketplace section on your phone. And now up here in the media pick section, you can find pick and roll. You don't need to search anymore. Go to pick and roll. You can see so far on the season, 35 and 25, a 5.2 positive on the total units. And uh, yesterday's picks, first of all, let's talk about Zion Williamson. Uh, He got in foul trouble. The Pelicans blew out the Jazz. He only played 25 minutes and still covered both lines on the same game parlay. Um, Pips. Uh, I thought it was funny that you switched off of the 26 and a half, which he would have not covered and went to the same game parlay, which he does cover. Uh, did you watch this game? And if so, uh, how did Zion look? Yeah, Zion looked amazing. I mean, like he had a great start. He scored 12 points in the first I mean, nine minutes and then got into foul trouble and sit, sit out the entire the rest of the first half. The second half, he, he was pretty heavy heavily involved, he was scoring, and he cleared this line in the third quarter. So yeah. he actually... Which is, which played... He needed to do. He didn't play in the fourth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did play. Like, I think he played turn, three minutes into the oh, fourth. okay, okay. Yeah, and he went scoreless. And so, yeah, it's great to win this one. This was one of the most unexpected blowouts of the season because how great... Pelicans looked over the last couple of games, but yeah, having a, a couple of tough, tough matchups going into the overtime against Phoenix, not enough rest, and coming away to the Utah Jazz, who is finally uh, healthy. Markkanen is back, Conley is back, and yeah, they were pushing hard and they played great. And every shot they made, they attempted, <laughs> went in, and yeah, very, very tough loss for the Pelicans. But I think this is just like. Nothing to be worried about. Just one bad game. Yeah, of course. Uh, so for Zion, a blowout. We are fortunate to still pull through with the win. Uh, the other side of it, a frustrating loss here. Joel Embiid, dominant first quarter. It just looked like he was going to comfortably coast to going over the 31 and a half uh, that you pegged pregame. Only gets 30 seconds or so, a minute in the fourth quarter, where he gets two points and... Uh, a really unfortunate loss by the hook here. This will help us transition into our discussion segment as well. But um, man, Joel Embiid, uh, you got to be happy with your handicap here. This is one where it's just an unfortunate thing. Blowouts can ruin your bets. What did you see? What did I see? I see. I saw like terrible Sacramento Kings. Like I think. I mean, I watched them the last couple of games and. They're looking pretty poor. Like, 
the, the the stuff we discussed on the stream. I, I think it was just some variant stuff, like teams. It, it was a small sample size, yeah. Yeah, teams missing like great shots and playing like they played uh, over the last four games. They won one, and it was against the Cleveland. And Cleveland was without Cleveland was without Mitchell. They won against the Clippers, and the Clippers were without every starter. And yeah, the game they won against the Pacers. Pacers like missed 30 wide open shots, and they lost to the Hawks. They lost to the Celtics. They lost to the Phoenix. They lost to the Bucks. They lost to the Knicks, and now they blown out by the Philadelphia. Like, I think their their record is overrated a bit at, at the moment with what I saw, and especially with Fox. He's like regression to the mean. Yeah. Like he's now below his career average, and he started like way, way above uh, his career average over the last over the first 50, 15 games. So I think I'm not that high anymore on the Kings, and they look like complete mess. And I actually loved how Sabonis played, but he get he got into the foul trouble and against them beat like most of the bigs and. Their offense went complete downhill and defense as well. So yeah, yeah. I, I was like actually amazed how a team with not a single positive defender on their start starting five yeah. can have like <laughs> a average defense that, that didn't make any sense. And now when they played a couple of good teams, we see why. Yeah, it might be like. The defensive rating is what we're looking at. Just trying to think of why maybe it was as as, as high as it was. Maybe it was just a good pocket of defense. Maybe uh, just I mean, they were allowing a lot of points. Maybe it's just a pace of play. Like the other teams are scoring a lot, but maybe not scoring at the same sort of rate because they're getting so many extra possessions, such a high-paced games that we've seen with the Kings. Maybe part of it is that. Uh, we have a comment here saying, books need to start offering line stats through three quarters. I mean, unfortunately, it, it's really tough to lose bets like that where the guy barely plays in the fourth quarter uh, but w- when you're placing that wager pregame these are just you know things you have to factor into your handicap as well it, it's just it sucks to lose that way but you can also win that way so it, you, you got to look at other people who have the under 31 and a half who are jumping for joy after that one so uh, it goes both ways and like i said with the zion one i think it was a little bit i mean i it would have been probably unfortunate to lose that one but given the fact that he played limited minutes you can also still win yeah that. I'm actually avoiding betting uh, overs, especially on huge numbers, when the spread is higher than eight points, like yeah. that's expected low. But this one wasn't expected. I think right. the, the spread was like four and a half or something. So yeah, but yeah, it's just like any given night, you can just have a team that blows yeah. out another team. I mean, I've been <laughs> I've been watching the Raptors. They could beat the Hawks by thirty and lose to the the Thunder by like twenty points. So on any given night, things can go a little bit differently for any team in the league and uh, that's just something that we are going to have to live with here try to beat that for the two official plays coming on in just a second here uh, another piece of discussion you want to go to pip still wearing uh, the red and white here croatia unfortunately uh, did lose their semi-final to argentina yesterday don't need to spend too much time on this uh, i'm sure uh, a little bit upsetting to you but argentina won three nil in the end uh, just overall thoughts croatia's performance and maybe the tournament as a whole if you liked what you saw so for the first 30 minutes, I was like, okay, we are playing like yeah. an even game. I was shocked. And first 30 minutes, Croatia looked yeah. really good. And then like we are uh, mentally hard and focused and like that's like our biggest like asset. Yeah, biggest asset. And then 
we didn't get a corner on Perisic shot and we were upset. And then we conceded a penalty and we were upset. Like, I think the corner was, it was obvious one. We didn't get it on the action from that. After that corner, we get the penalty, which I'm also not, I'm never talking to the refs, but I'm just trying to uh, explain the mental approach. So we were upset about two things in a row and we were just fuming. And the second goal is the result of that. Like we were completely Definitely. lost our focus. Uh, we were out. Yeah. And when you are down 2-0 in the semifinals against the Argentina, and they are like running like crazy. Like I, I, I love this Argentina team because they sit down superstars like Di Maria, Dybala and every, players like that. And they put in a team who will just like... Hard nine hard working players who will just run 10 miles a game, yeah, and messy up front. And yeah, it's working like sharp. And yeah, I was afraid of that. And you can, I don't think you can score three goals against that team, like in 120 minutes. Netherlands was just lucky to get the second one. And yeah, it was, it was difficult, especially when the, the main issue with Croatia is we don't have any striker, like. Yeah, our strike players like in our national league. That's not the level for World Cup, and yeah, it was difficult. But I, they tried. They they were playing. They're trying their best, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think like I'm not going to speak for your perspective here, but a semifinal appearance and what was a lot of people were down in this Croatian team, probably foolishly going into the tournament. But a semifinal appearance is nothing to scoff at for this nation, and doing it in back-to-back World Cups. I think it's quite impressive given the deficiencies with the team, just maybe not having the, the right strike of this. So nothing to be ashamed of whatsoever losing to that Argentinian team. Uh, with that, though, we will transition now into our Thrive Fantasy segment. Guys, there is another great contest being offered up today by Thrive Fantasy. And when you sign up with Code Hammer, you get an instant 100% deposit match up to $250. You don't need a lot of those. You barely need any of that bonus to sign up to their contest for today. The $20 NBA Wednesday contest with $2,500 in prizes available. The grand prize for this one is $750. How do you win, you ask? Well, you go to the player props available. 20 of the players are listed here with a given player prop. You choose the over or the under. A point value is assigned to the over or under on their number. You get a certain amount of points based on if you hit that, you rack up the most points. Get yourself on the leaderboard. Get yourself involved with the profit. Again, only $20 to enter, and you can get that $250 bonus when you do sign up with Code Hammer. But don't stop there. Go to their prop lobby, go to all of their contests, and check out all of the other great prizes available because Thrive Fantasy offers over $200,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly. Again, sign up with Code Hammer. Get yourself involved. We like to add to this segment here by always going to Pips for some of the best looks that he has on the boards. You can take it for your Thrive Fantasy endeavors. You can also take it if you feel like you can find that player prop available on other betting markets. So Pips, anything on the board today that you have an interest in? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, this is huge slate. So I, the first one I like is obviously Trey Young over eight and a half assists. He's questionable for this for this game, but he's he's kept the last one. They they blown out by the Memphis without John Moran, so I think he will play tonight. And this line obviously without Dejounte Murray is like great. This should be at ten and a half, 
and Orlando Magic is also conceding a to- allowing a ton of assists and yeah this is the one I like the most the second one I like is Terry Rozier over nine and a half rebounds and assists combined the coordinates are playing this guy like 36 to 40 minutes a night they are running nine main rotation and Terry Rozier and Kelly Oubre are shooting 50 percent of the team shots and they have the ball like all the time in their hands and yeah I expect him to clear this pretty easily with heavy minutes and positive matchup and yeah great spot for Terry to clear this I think he cleared this in like 70% of the game this season so great spot for him and the third pick is the one you should probably agree with me that's Pasmus Jakam over 24 and a half points. We saw how the Kings defend last night, and if he gets aggressive Pasmus Jakam, I think 30 points is reasonable for, for yeah. him. And I think the, the thing about Pasmus Jakam, like, I think the Raptor, he has he's having huge usage, but I think the Raptors need to go to him way more. Like, if yes. he is yes. the most efficient guy, like I don't want to watch Fred Van Fleet shooting that much if he can't make the shot. And Barnes isn't doing great. N- neither of these guys are doing great at efficiency besides Pascal and OG. So I would yep. like to focus on these two guys getting the, their shot. Pips, you have no idea what the state of Raptors Twitter is like right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, the half-court offense for the Raptors isn't good. Pascal Siakam has been very good. So just like, just go to him, go to him more. That's what the Raptors should be doing. And after back-to-back losses to Orlando, they could lean on their star player even more today. But those are your picks. Some great looks from Pips there. Make seven more. Go to 10, 10 of the 20. Get yourself involved for part of that prize. Now let's move on into our official pick segment. The things that you guys are looking for on the board for today two official picks the first one coming in the Cavaliers game as they visit the Dallas Mavericks here a player that we have gone to a couple times I think this season that is Donovan Mitchell here is the first bet so the first bet is Donovan Mitchell or 25 and a half points which is minus 120 at BetMGM uh, he was minus 120 at like every bookie like up 30 minutes ago, but it started moving, but it's still minus 120 at Bet MGM. Yeah, because we choose our picks before the show and they, they, they can move, but he's still available at Bet MGM. Uh, the reason I'm going for this bet is like Donovan Mitchell, when, get it, when he gets his minutes, he's clearing this line like unbelievable high rate. And yeah, I'll pull the graph. Yeah, I can show. Yeah, that. That's like amazing when you look just 31.6 points on average. Like that's that's crazy. Balling. And yeah, he's clearing this in 17 out of 21 games this season with 81% clearance rate. And they I expected this to be like 27 and a half, but they obviously put this line two points lower because when you look at Dallas points per game. But that that's only because they play slow pace. They are eight words defensive rating in the league. And with moving Reggie Bullock to the bench, I think their defense on the perimeter is way worse. 
like you have Luka Doncic, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie and Hardaway Jr. are not terrible. They are decent, but that's it. And they are mm-hmm. playing next to the they are playing next to the Luka, who is below average, very be- I will actually say n- minus defender, and their offense is stagnant, and they need a uh, huge uh, Christian Wood minutes. And when he is on the floor with Luca and all these guys, I think they just don't they they, they can't can't get the stops. And I like this part for Donovan Mitchell. Uh, we saw like I think the last game, uh, Shai scored 42, and he was the main guy. Like like I mean, you're playing against the Thunders, you just need to stop Shai, and yeah. they <laughs> and he still scored 42. And tonight we have like. Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Kevin Love, like all these guys. So I don't think they can focus on Donovan that much, which will like make the game easier for, for Donovan. And everyone else is currently struggling on, on the on the Cubs team, especially Darius Garland. So I think Donovan with this crazy clearance rate is in a great spot. Uh, yeah, love that one. As you said, a lot of books moving off of that line. Still, if you're watching now, can get that minus 120 at BetMGM. Uh, for people who maybe just aren't watching live or getting a little bit later, uh, is does this number have a limit that you would play it at? Is this like if it moved to a light 32 and a half or if it got a little bit more juice? Like what would you say is the cutoff point to bet this? I would say getting 26 and a half at like minus 1.5, minus 110 is like the the, the top. And also, I think this bet is minus 130 at DraftKings, and that's also 25 and a half minus 130 is like, I won't go higher. So that's the limit. Okay, so for people yeah. listening later, we can't quite get the best price available. Uh, we encourage you to tune in live to do so because uh, oftentimes, very often, there's good positive close line value on these plays. But if you're watching a little bit later, that's okay. That can be the cutoff point for that number. So with that, we'll move on, on into the second official play. Second of two, this is a same game parlay involving... Um, Okay, I have it wrong. I wrote it incorrectly here, but I'll pull it up in a second. Uh, if you can describe while I fix my graphic, it is the Detroit Pistons and the Charlotte Hornets. What is the second play here? The second play is uh, uh, Kelly Oubre to score 20 and 20 or more points and Poyan Bogdanovic to score 16 or more points. And this same game parlay is minus 110 at DraftKings and bet MGM and I would like to make this bet one and a half units okay and and I'll I'll just yeah I can just show the graphs and I'll talk from yep. there so the I'm waiting to see what which graph will you pick prefer oh, this is uh this is the Bogdanovich graph okay so yeah Bogdanovich obviously if you look at this graph when he gets 20 plus minutes, which is like expected tonight, he's cleared this line in 12 straight games and actually 15 straight games and in 23 out of the 26 games this season, which is amazing. He's very consistent shooter and he's also coming into this game after scoring 38 points to the, against the Los Angeles Lakers. And I think this game should be close one, so Boyan should get like 30 plus minutes, and uh, he's their, yeah, he's their best scorer, and 
they, they need to lean into him heavily. Yep. And Hornets are actually a pretty good matchup because they are below below average def- defense playing and below above average pace. So great spark for Brunt to continue clearing this line. And, and, the next one, and the next one is a guy that I don't like at all. Like he's one of my I don't dislike that. I, I just don't like the way he's played. Like he's just like ton- tunnel vision. He gets the ball. Well, Two, three, or he's run playing, to the he's rim. playing for, like respectfully. He's playing for the Hornets. There's not much around him there. Yeah, but he did. He was the same guy. I mean, he was at the Golden State Warriors. Uh, so that, like, that's fair. Way, that's fair. way better teams. Yeah, and okay. the guy like he gets the pass, the ball to him 50 times a game, and he has an average one assist, and he's playing 40 minutes a night. Like that's just amazing. Like how, okay, how can you enough. do that? Like, you need to try hard to just have one assist, like on average. Yeah, and but he's currently his form is out of his mind. He's just consistent, as we can see in this graph. He scored twenty plus in nine out of the ten games. Uh, he scored uh, in eight consecutive games, and yeah, when you when you look at the matchups, that's like twenty sixers twenty nine, New York Knicks in a blowout twenty two, Brooklyn Nets twenty eight. Los Angeles Clippers, 28. Like, Boston in a blowout in 26 minutes, 22. Like, these are, like, way, way tougher matchups than he has tonight. And he's heavily, like, drive to the rim. And these Pistons teams, they just don't have any rim protection. And they are allowing a ton of points from the paint. They are fouling a lot. So, if Ubre can play, like, as expected, 38, 36 plus minutes tonight. He he's shooting like 20 field goal attempts on average over the last seven to eight games. His average is 25 points in December. I mean, when you yeah, he cleared this line in very tougher matchups, and he has a great matchup, especially for him, as he's dry heavy. And yeah, I just think this is the line he should clear, even if he if he shot like 35% from the field. So I did some investigating on Kelly Oubre there. You heard me typing here. Uh, Last season for the Hornets, he shot 12 attempts a game. This season, he's up to nearly 18 attempts per game. Uh, His field goal percentage is at 43.7, which is uh, about his career average. His three-point percentage is down this year to uh, just under 32% from three. This guy's just lighting it up. He is just shooting the ball as much as he wants. And... Went further in. He's in a contract year. So Ubre, I think, understands. I mean, I guess he's been like this for a while. We have somebody in chat saying he's always been like this way. And yeah, that's probably held him back from playing on good teams because he is a, a decent shooter and scorer here. But he cares about his stats. He wants that payday. Yeah. And he played at the Warriors, man. Like, I, I remember a, a bad run, Warriors like, team. Yeah. I think he, he had like. 10 game stretch where he was like three from 50 from the three and he just kept shooting and missing it was unbelievable and then yeah. he go like on a crazy run when like in five games he scores like 70 percent from the three like that's kelly uber yeah the, the kelly uber experience his, i suppose but yeah. uh, hey if he shoots enough he'll get the points and help us win the wages so let's recap the two picks that we have for today uh, all of them publicly tracked on bet stamp as well but first play is in the cavaliers at the Mavericks, Donovan Mitchell over 25 and a half points, minus 120 at Bet MGM. 
get that while you can. And on the second play in the Pistons at Hornets game, Bojan Bogdanovic over 15 half points and Kelly Oubre over 19 half points. That's at minus 110 at DraftKings or bet MGM on their on their same game parlay tool. It'll likely be described as 16 plus and 20 plus, but for tracking, that's what we have it at over here. But those are your two plays. And that is your show. Pick and roll is back every weekday to go through NBA discussion and betting in episodes just like this. So tune in tomorrow at 11.15 a.m. Eastern time by subscribing to the YouTube channel, The Board NBA, or by following the Twitter account. If you are watching on Twitter, again, we encourage you to get involved with the live comments on the YouTube stream. So go ahead and check us out over there. Sign up to Thrive Fantasy with code HAMMER for an instant 100% deposit match up to $250. If you are watching on Twitter, I always put the link to sign up right below the stream, or you can check out the Twitter account later when I post some video content over there for Thrive Fantasy. And uh, to finish off, uh, we have some interesting World Cup content on the Hammer Betting Network. Check out Fine Margins on YouTube and at Fine Margins with two S's on Twitter for me being involved with the World Cup final and third place match preview tomorrow at 4.15 p.m. Eastern time. But that is it from us. Let's find some winners today. We'll see you tomorrow for more NBA discussion and betting. (laughs) 